When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On a scale of 1 to 10, how big of a fan of Patrick Wah are you? I'm an 11 out of 10, and the literal translation of Roa is king. Uh, part of the reason I love him so much is that we are very similar, and my guess is the book on Patrick Wah would be very similar to what the book is on me. He's uncontrollable. My dad would be proud of that fact. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on a Wednesday, episode number 893 of your favorite daytime sports talk show is coming to you uh, on Game Plus TV and WQEE Radio, YouTube Live for those that are inclined. I've got the howdies already from Medicine Hat. Uh, Navy Dawn checking in from Agribition. It's a great tradition where the world meets. We might talk about that later we got a really big show for you today. Washington Capitals television analyst and one of our closest friends, Alan May, will join us. Longtime NHL or Pride of Edmonton and the Canadian Football League's East Division most outstanding player, reigning Gino Lewis, is with us. We've got a whole host of wonderful topics to get to here in the Quick Six, but let's bring in Darren Moose DuPont. He is in Toronto, Hogtown, as they like to say, and he's got a sweater on there. Is it cold, Moose? How are things in the big smoke, as they like to call it. Yeah, I was wondering why they call it that because I look outside and it is foggy and you know almost looks smoky. It's not, but it's uh, very foggy and rainy. The clouds are low today, and when I walk to get my coffee, it's only a five minute walk, but I did it in the rain. So a uh, little chilly, little uh, rainy this morning. So, uh, but but it's okay. Glad to have you aboard. Glad to be talking sports. Glad to be. Anywhere, as we know in this business, and my mind's a little all over the place today, so bear with me, uh, Moose. And yeah, they're they're writing in with the topics that they'd like us to get to. I trust me, I think you're going to like him. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan? Or is it Bryce on the controls that I never know who's running the show back there? All I know is they they keep us in the air and they keep us on time. Uh, number one, I've changed it from the NHL morning skate. We're going to call it leftovers. Because whether you're having breakfast or lunch, we'll just call it leftovers. And uh, I kind of forgot that NHL radio made the morning skate famous, thanks to Gord Stullock. So let's call it NHL leftovers. The Calgary Flames spoiled Matthew Kachuk's return to the Saddle Dome last night with a 6-2 pummeling of the Florida Panthers. Kachuk finished without a point in the game. Dylan Dubé had a goal and two uh, helpers. Former Panther Jonathan Huberdeau had a goal and one assist on the night for the Flames. Uh, in other games, a couple notes I wanted to make. Alex Ovechkin netted two goals and made history as the Capitals beat Vancouver 5-1. Ovi's second of the night marked his 
third career road goal, passing Wayne Gretzky for the most all time. And his first on the night gave him 135 career game opening goals. They track that, folks. They track it. And that put him past Yaramir Yager for first all time as well. Alan May analyzed that game, and he'll be with us later on to talk about Ovi. Blake Wheeler recorded a Hattie. And an assist, Connor Hellebuck made 40 saves, and the Winnipeg Jets routed the reigning Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche 5-0. And Kevin Hayes scored two goals. Carter Hart made 23 saves. Philly snapped a 10-game losing streak with a 3-1 win over the Islanders. And Nashville, Roman Yossi scored the game winner in overtime to give the Preds a 2-1 victory over the Ducks. Troy Terry scored, and John Gibson made 39 saves for the Ducks, losers of three straight and six of seven. By the way, in hour two, Serena Taylor, hockey analyst, is going to be with us here to talk NHL. But, Moose, I said uh, that we would get into uh, who won the trade, the Panthers or the Flames, Mm -hmm. and I don't even think today you can answer that question. I know we have a lot of viewers uh, tuned in on Game Plus right now in Alberta on TELUS TV. Um, Maybe you want to give us your thoughts, viewers in Alberta, on who won the trade. Or for those of you down in Florida, wasn't the best night. Uh, Kachuk, zero points. It was... I stayed up for it. It was 3 nothing Panther uh, Flames after the first period. I went to bed. I Like, this isn't turning around. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is it too early to declare in your mind who won the trade? Kachuk for Huberto, Uyghur, Schwint, draft pick. What do you think? I think we have to wait till the playoffs. I think that was an issue with both yeah. of these teams, you know, advancing in the playoffs. And I think that's what both of these teams are built for. So I think... When you look at all the criticism, you know, of these two teams and they've been out of playoff spots, they've been in playoff spots early in the year. I think both of them are saying, look, at this is a long term thing. We're here to make our team deeper and better and try and get over the hump. So wait to judge it till the playoffs. But you look at last night and, you know, the ovation for Kachuk was great. Then some booze and it's kind of fun to watch. And Huberto obviously played better. They won. Calgary played better. So in the short term, you'd say, yeah, Calgary is a better team. They won the trade. But they also played an interesting stat uh, about how good Matthew Kachuk has been and how well-rounded he's tried to make his game. They showed in the calendar year since January 1st, 2022, only Connor McDavid has more points than Matthew Kachuk. And it's like 110 for McDavid and I think 105 for Kachuk Mm. in the calendar year. So the, the gap isn't that big. And then you got... You know, um, Austin Matthews right there, a point behind Kachuk. So sometimes they say who won the trade is the team that got the best player. In that case, it's Florida. But you look at last night, the Flames maybe are a better team. It was our good friend Jeff O'Neill, the O-Dog, that I I think I first heard that. He said, whoever gets the best player won the trade. And I'm saying I'm not – I hadn't heard that before, but I'm not willing to discount it either. I'm watching the Panthers telecast, and for any of our Florida viewers, can you tell me, was I the only one that the sound was dropping in and out? Quite frankly, it doesn't really bother me. I watch most games without sound. But last night, I'm trying to listen to Steve Goldstein and Randy Muller call the game. There was no sound for half the first period, so I don't know what that was all about. But Paul Maurice said, and listen, this is not Panthers and Flames television, but I will just, these are the two teams that I picked to be in the Stanley Cup final. They're the two teams where this, where I spend my time, Calgary and South Florida. So I will spend some time on this. And Paul Maurice, the coach of the Panthers, said he wants more low event games, Darren. He's like, we're taking too many penalties, allowing too many goals, blah, 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 blah. All that happened again tonight, uh, last night. They were horrific on special teams taking bad penalties, and I'm like, you have the talent that you don't need to play boring, Pomo. 
and they're really getting on Paul Maurice here. They've been, but here's the thing. Lastly, they're really missing Alexander Barkov, their captain. He's missed three mm-hmm. games. They lost three games. This team was so talented last year that they could miss a guy or two for stretches and still win because they were that good, and they went on to win the President's Trophy. They're not as good. And that was a great stat you had about Kachuk. One thing they said on the Panthers broadcast last night was that Kachuk is off to the best start by a new Panther ever. It's now 29 points in 21 games. Best start for whether he was acquired in a trade or signed, whatever. Not a rookie, but a first-year Panther. Best start ever. So, everybody, both sides are happy with the trade. And frankly, overall, that's what we want. Can I just say this? When we've been talking about Winnipeg, everybody's been talking about Winnipeg. Mark Scheifele had a goal and two assists. Josh Morrissey not netted a goal and one assist. That was a game after he had a hattie. How far do we see the Jets going? Like, they're not going to keep up this pace forever. No team does, but are we confidently saying they're a playoff team, Moose? What do you think? I am now. I mean, yeah? why, why not? We're past U.S. Thanksgiving, and they're not falling off. I mean, we're just past U.S. Thanksgiving. Let's not get crazy here. But they're not falling off. Yeah. And I look around the West, and I think Edmonton has showed you know cracks in the armor. Colorado has showed cracks in the armor. The Flames obviously have. Um, you know, I, I go up and down the conference, and I start thinking, why not the Jets? So why not? So far, so good. And they do have to keep it rolling. And it can go away just as fast as they got there. But um, no reason to think that they won't be able to keep this up. Hey, if this was an NHL-only show, you know we could spend the full two hours on this kind of stuff. Like Oleg in Winnipeg writes, then he says, the Panthers had Andrew Burnett last year and were very good. He sees uh, Brunette has the Devils playing through the roof this year. Maybe they should have kept him. That's not it. Bill Zito, the general manager of the Florida Panthers, knows what he's doing. The only reason Burnett was coaching the Panthers last year was because Joel Quenville was forced to step down. And I mentioned that on NHL radio yesterday. Who knows how far the Panthers could have gone if Q was their head coach last year. They maybe could have won a Stanley Cup because they got swept in round two by Tampa. That's why Bruno was shown the door, and I don't argue with it. So, no. Randy in Winnipeg says, good morning. I think all 32 teams would love to have Matthew Kachuk in the playoffs. Panthers win the trade. So there's that. We're going to move on. We've talked about our Jets. We've talked about our Panthers and Flames. Uh, By the way, where's my bell? Kinsman Telemiracle 47 online raffle is live now. You can buy your tickets at telemiracle5050.com to buy your tickets. Tickets can be purchased by anyone over the age of 19 that is physically in the province of Saskatchewan at the time of purchase. Draw date is Friday, December 16th. The winner will be announced that day. We've raised over a million dollars through this 50-50 raffle alone the last two years, so please help out. We talk about Sasky. Um, Seth, we're on the air in 70,000 homes in Saskatchewan. That's almost one in 10. Uh, so we have a very large Saskatchewan imprint. That's where our largest audience is. So get out and prove it. Buy your tickets. By the way, I, point two was who won the trade. And I think right now we both decided it's too early to say. As a matter of fact, both sides are going to claim they won it, which is probably a good thing. You'd like both teams to win a trade. Yeah. There doesn't always have to be a winner. Uh, by the way, sports update, or sorry, a word from our sponsor, Ito Japan. Delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. I'll just mention this about uh, NBA. The Toronto Raptors 
6.3 head to New Orleans, facing the Pelicans tonight, looking to pitch their win streak to three. The Raps saw all-star Pascal Siakam, Scotty Pippins, and Canadian guard Delano Banton return for their win over the Cavaliers on Monday. Moose was there. Um, here come the Hawks! Atlanta's at Orlando. The Hawks got to pick it up. Eighth in the East. Now, you would have said that's the last playoff spot, but it ain't. Hawks are 11 and 10. They show the top 10 because the play in tourney. I mm-hmm. love it. The Raptors are 11 and 9. They're sixth in the East. Why can't the NHL adopt a play in tourney? This is the greatest thing the NBA's. Now there's way more teams in contention, Darren, for a playoff spot. And as you know, the but bottom four, what is it, six to 10? Yeah, the six teams, six through 10, qualify for the play in tournament. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Creates more intrigue. Creates a little more drama, um, gets more communities, more more fan bases involved. Um, I think I think it's great. Um, why not? Why not do that in hockey? Remember when we had the playing tournament? It was twenty four teams total in the playoffs. Thought that was just in the bubble. A, yeah, it was a, yeah, in the bubble. It was so awesome. And you know, you had a, basically an extra round of playoffs. But why not? I thought it was really cool. I thought that the NHL would stay with it. I really did. There was mm-hmm. an opportunity for more, for more money to be made. I'm shocked that they didn't. How about this one? Tell Camco, our NBA coverage is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. How about that? Hiring now. Find out everything you need to know about Bronco at broncoplumbing.com and our Facebook and Instagram pages. Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, the preferred plumbing, heating, and cooling company of the RP show. By the way, we, are, we do have CFL coming up, some WHL as well. but. Point four is, got an email from the Arizona Coyotes last night. It read like this, Darren. The Arizona Coyotes issued the following statement regarding Tempe City Council's 7-0 vote, 7-0, to approve the Coyotes Arena and Entertainment District Project. Quote from the president of the Coyotes, Xavier A. Gutierrez. He said, this was a great night. The Arizona Coyotes and the Morello family are deeply thankful to the Tempe City Council for their unanimous support and cannot wait to move forward on this transformational development. The Tempe Entertainment District, that's TED, T-E-D, Tempe Entertainment District, will be a huge win for this community, and we have a no doubt that Tempe voters will agree. Our project will turn a landfill into a landmark, and one that not only provides a wonderful home for the Coyotes, but also serves as a vibrant town square for Tempe, generating thousands of sustainable jobs and millions of dollars in tax revenue for the city. We look forward to sharing more information over the coming months. But for now, we are grateful and excited. I said to Moose, we got to get that in there because for whatever reason, our viewers are just fascinated with the Arizona Coyotes arena situation. I think it's just because it's another NHL team. But dovetailing off that into today's poll question, we're running the reverse retro jersey bracket for all 32 teams. We're going to once and for all decide who's the best Retro reverse jersey in the National Hockey League. Clark has the graphic. Yesterday, Florida just dummied the Tampa Bay Lightning. Dummied them. Over 80% of the vote voted for the Florida Panthers. Baby blue, palms and pucks uh, logo. You have the jerseys right, Clark? The reverse retros for today's vote. It's the Arizona Coyotes. It's the Arizona Coyotes against the Vegas Golden Knight. He says says he has it, and there it is. Um, Listen, I hate that dog. On the left, logo. I loathe it. On the right, but Vegas is so bloody boring. You couldn't come up with something other than, I'm voting with Arizona. Even I'm voting 
We can bring Moose back. What do you call it? <laughs> Clark says Vegas is closed, glows in the dark. Who cares? You don't play with the lights off. Um, in protest. I'm voting for Arizona in protest uh, because I don't like the dog. What, what do you call our, our uh, intern? Braden had a name for that. That's like Chassine or something. The Chassine logo. What the hell is it? I don't know. I would almost like to abstain from voting, but you got to vote when you have the opportunity yeah. to vote. So I will vote for Arizona just because Vegas is so boring. You? You know, and I, I like Arizona. So I actually like the dog. It's different for me. I, don't, I know, right? But I think, was it not the last jersey where they were any good and made a little playoff run? I think they were wearing those. Was Jeremy Roenick not part of that team at the time? No, no, no. I no. They remember. went to the conference final in, in 2012. No. Yeah. Roenick so was I don't know long if they were wearing this jersey. But were they wearing this jersey in 2012? Doesn't matter. I think it's cool. They got the, no. the uh, cacti, uh, cacti across the bottom, trim. And I think the problem with Vegas is they haven't been around long enough to have a retro jersey. So they're kind of got to put a jersey into this. Same with Seattle. It, it would be yeah. a prime if Seattle or Vegas won a retro jersey contest. So they should both. They're, they're, they're not going exits. to. So it, they're not going to. So it doesn't matter. But the, the last I saw, what do we got? 57% voting for the Vegas Golden Knights. And that's why we have votes, people, because it's a democracy. But I've seen people write into our show and say, how come Vegas and Seattle have retro reverse jerseys? They're so new. I'm like, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. Do nothing. They got to do something. So anyways, we'll be back with the CFL talk. More on this, I have a feeling. Tonight's NHL games. We're having fun. It is uh, the RP. Uh, Moose wants to talk about the flags in my backyard, too. Went and picked those babies up today. It is the RP show. We're on YouTube Live. Uh, of course, Game Plus TV and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries.
It is episode 893 of your favorite daytime sports talk show, the RP Show. We're live on Game Plus TV across all 10 provinces, 31 states. And as Kevin the Medium reminded me today, don't forget about the territories on the radio in Metro Atlanta, WQEE. Shout out Rhino Radio. And to whomever's listening on the podcast right now, thanks for joining us. We have Darren Moose DuPont with us. And I just can't, can't, can't get over how much people love talking about the retro jerseys in Arizona for some reason. But our guy, well, Kevin the Medium, regarding our poll, who has the better third, or as Clark said, it's not the third. It's the reverse retro Arizona or Vegas today. Kevin the Medium says there should be a neither option and i agree i would vote for neither but you can't you can't you're a political you're a politico kevin you would not advocate for anybody voting for that um jack and vulcan alberta says guys it's not a dog it's a coyote and it's from the dog family come on jack loosen up (laughs) um i have a i have a, a a truth bomb coming with regards to our cfl here but can I say this? Once we got over the initial laughing at the Coyotes playing in a 5,000-seat barn this year, you don't hear a whole lot about it of later. At least I don't. Maybe it's because I'm in South Florida. They don't talk a lot of hockey here, but I just don't hear much about that mullet arena. Do you? No, not really. And that must – I think it's a good thing that we don't hear about it because if it was bad, we'd hear about it all the time. And we heard about the dressing rooms, so that's out there, what they were dressing in while they were getting things ready to go. But that was only for a short period of time. I think it's okay. You know, I think they've done a nice job getting fans in the building. I think the atmosphere has been pretty good. I've seen a little bit of that. So actually, I think this is okay. And I think the task now is to build momentum towards that new arena. So you have to now continue to fill it, create a ton of excitement, and hopefully if that team starts to win some games next year and the year after, then potentially you can kind of have new building being built, team getting better. And if they can meet, there's a chance for success. Well, it's just, it's really interesting. And again, I don't know why our viewers are and our audience are so fascinated with this situation, but Arizona can be a hockey market. I, Think about here in South Florida. You never, ever, ever hear about the Marlins. You just don't. And I think they're one of the worst teams for attendance in Major League Baseball. They're crappy. <laughs> they, you know, I've spent a lot of time in Arizona. One of my friends used to own the team. And the, peop- the Phoenicians, the locals, if you will, said, we'd go to the game. They haven't made the playoffs in 10 years. Put a team on the ice and we'll fill this place. But then the owners want to say, oh, it's a bad hockey market. Trust me, I've talked to them. So maybe building a new arena will help, but it would be nice to make the playoffs once a generation too. Uh, by the way, New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary, open to families and the general public and support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit familyyyc.com, familyskateyyc.com for a full list of times and locations presented by New York Fries. Trust me, we got the junior hockey talk coming up. I see a lot of people are chiming in on that. But here's our daily CFL note. And by the way, can you tell me anywhere in North America that's talking about the CFL daily other than us? So for anybody that says we are anti-CFL or don't like it, it's a lot. We talk about it all the time, more than anybody else. And Farhan Lalji at TSN reported, I, I saw this somewhere. I think it was Three Downs Instagram, that a new contract is, what they say, agreed to. 
for Mike O'Shea in Winnipeg. And I'll say, we've talked about this yesterday. Because again, nobody talks about the CFL more than us. O'Shea, you don't want to leave a winning program. Not many do. He can't go anywhere for more money because of the inane salary operations cap and all those restrictions. You know that, Darren. So why would O'Shea leave? And why, for that matter, is anybody leaving? Willie Jefferson, just I saw this quote from him the other day after he signed. He said he wants to leave a legacy there like Milt Stiegel and Doug Brown. Well, you probably already have, but let's just let him. You know what I mean? He's won two great cups. What more do you want? Most outstanding defensive player. You're good, Will. Um, But Big Hill's not leaving. Patrick Neufeld's not leaving. Nobody wants to leave Winnipeg. Here's where I said the truth bomb in the CFL, Darren. And this is what the football people are talking about in my circles. Next year's West Division. I'm sure you haven't even thought about it because it's not even December yet. But you think Winnipeg's probably number one coming back because why wouldn't they be? Calgary's going to be better. I got to put them in second. They've decided on their quarterbacks and none of them is named Bo Levi Mitchell. They're happy with Jake Mayer and Tommy Stevens. I think BC's going to be Better even without Nathan Work. They'll have somebody. Edmonton's going to be better because it's Chris Jones. The, you know, they're past the worst of the rebuild. They almost caught Sask this year as it is. I think the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are going to be last place in the CFL West Division this year. Because I don't see where else they fit, fit in. You? Hard to, like, that's a truth bomb. You caught me off guard. Um, and, it, and it's a good one. Because, you know, where do they fit in, right? It'd be crazy to think they're going to be better than BC, Calgary, or Winnipeg, right? I mean, the only question is, is where do they fit between them and Edmonton? Um, Really hard to say. And a lot of decisions have to be made between now and the start of the season. So get the work cut out for them between, you know, hiring an offensive coordinator and what they do in free agency and what they do at quarterback. They got the biggest question mark at quarterback. So there are questions one. to be answered right now. Like in Edmonton, they seem to be pretty happy with Taylor Cornelius. So they have a quarterback. I mean, BC doesn't really, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen with Nathan Rourke, if he's going to have an opportunity to sign in the NFL. But they'll bring Vernon Adams Jr. back, or they will be okay. There's not a huge question mark, but in Saskatchewan there is. So yeah, it's a lot of intrigue there, and I don't know where they slot it. I'm so sorry that I didn't tell you. I was, how could I have told you I was going to bring it up? I didn't know oh, I was going to bring it up. That's why, pe- that's, <laughs> that's why people love this show so much. Right, Kevin, the medium? As our advisor said today, there's nothing else like this show on television or radio anywhere. You know, whatever pops into our head is what we talk about. So I'd love to hear from the viewers and the audience what you think will be the CFL West Division standings next year. By the way, on the way, Alan May, Washington Capitals analyst, Gino Lewis, reigning CFL East Division, most outstanding uh, player, and Serena Taylor coming up an hour too. And by the way, speaking of truth bombs, she's just outright nuclear with her opinions. And I'm literally, I'm like, just going off with all these things about Kachuk and the Otters and the Flames and the Panthers. I'm like, save it, save it we get on it so that's coming up an hour two um i was john ohm in winnipeg says tom brady to play in the cfl next year when brady said that i was like oh no 
we all know what happened. The, the Bucks went over to Germany and won, and Tom's now won in Germany, England, the USA, Mexico. What do you say now? I got to win in Canada. It'll be five countries. And I'm like, no, they're going to take you, Siri. Uh, he was already out of his mouth. <laughs> Unless you actually th- think Tom Brady's going to sign in the Canadian Football League. No. No, he would need to get kicked out of the NFL first. Um, like, literally kicked out. Have to have some sort of suspension or some sort of, you know, Ricky Williams situation to get kicked out of the league. And that's not happening. So let's, yeah, not happening. Yeah. What a wonderful segment this has been, by the way. A lot of fun. People are chiming in. Frank Salazar writes on YouTube, watching the Panthers is like waiting for my wife to be a good wife. Why am I married? <laughs> that, here's the thing, Frank. Oh, no. That's on you. But I'm not one to sit here and give marital advice to anybody. But, yeah, the Panthers are a microcosm wrapped up in a riddle, an enigma wrapped up in a whatever. You know what I mean. Um, it was some franchises just have bad luck. I got down here last year at a really good time. They were rolling. Joel Quenville was the coach when I first got here. That's how long how long I've been here. And he stepped down. I'm going to tell you, it was an absolute earthquake earthquake within the organization. Now they're getting ready, uh, getting used to a new coach, and the fans are getting upset, man. They didn't like Paul Maurice when they hired him because they didn't know him. They didn't know him. It was like Vancouver, uh, sorry, Chicago Blackhawks fans booing the pick of Kirby Dock at number three overall. Remember that in the draft? I'm like, yeah, you've never watched him play. You can't even spell Kirby Dock. What are you doing booing him? Chicago fans, which, by the way, I promised that I was going to talk about some dub, didn't I? Um, Jennifer at the Four Seasons says maybe Tom wants to come up here to find himself a good Canadian girl to take back to Tampa with him. LOL. Are you offering, Jen? Hmm. How about that? I bet you Tom ain't going to be on the market for long. Dale Berezuk in Winnipeg writes in and says, uh, Hello, crew. Jack's Christmas concert tonight. That's his son. Very excited. First in three years. Have only played four games there. What are we talking about? He says, You lost me, Dale. <laughs> North Northside YEG in Edmonton says, Where's Nathan Rourke going? Well, isn't that the question? Let's get on the CFL insiders and ask them where Nathan Rourke's going. He had a bunch of workouts. Well, you're, you could probably spit on one right now, Darren. Why don't you ask Dunk where uh, Nathan Rourke's going, if you don't mind? I'll ask him in <laughs> the break us? and we'll find out. Yeah, ask him in, ask him in the break uh, where Nathan Rourke, he's going, they say, to the National Football League. And I think this might be a commentary that I'll do one day. It is what I would like to see the CFL do. Because I'm not going to be like a lot of the football people and sit around and talk about ifs and nuts and Merry Christmas. Do you know what I mean? They'd like to see guys get the million-dollar contract, the marquee player like they had in the 90s. I'd like to see this. I'd like to see that. I'd rather talk about who's playing. It's a six-month offseason in the CFL. I'm not going to sit around and talk about this crap. But... Yeah, there's a lot of things that I would like to see in the Canadian Football League, and that, that'll be in a commentary. I'm not going to sit here and do it today. But um, right now, I'm just killing time until I call up uh, last night's WHL scores. And this is for the dub fans 
Ah, I told you that I had Wi-Fi issues today. How about those Regina Pats, though, by the way? God's team is mopping the floor with the province of British Columbia. And you know what? Maybe I'll save it later for the sports update. But, you know, I'm following the Pats, and that's about it. They're 12, 11, 1, and 1. They're going to probably be in the playoffs. But your blades, what is up with your – they're better, right? They're better than the Pats. They are. They've been ranked inside, you know, the CHL top 10. They've been playing really ooh, well. Ooh. Had uh, a great uh, pride jersey night that uh, is great to recognize. They had that last week, I believe. Looked awesome. Um, great turnout when the Pats came through there with Connor Bedard. Um, and so it's awesome. And on the Pats train with Bedard, what's awesome about it is I'm, I'm watching. It's a might as well be a Beatles concert tour. Because they're going to Vancouver, selling out the LEC. They're going to Kelowna, selling out that ring. They're going everywhere, and it's just sell it after sell it after sell it after sell it after sell it. If I'm the Regina Pats, I'd call every team in the league, and I'd say, look, let's split the gate here, and we'll never play at home the rest of the year. You can have all the home games. And I would just keep them on the road. Of course, because they're selling out on the road and can't sell out at home. Figure that one out. Alexander Susdelov, who, by the way, is a Capitals prospect, I believe, capped the two-goal, two-assist effort by scoring the game-winning goal, 307 into overtime as the Regina Pats edged the Kelowna Rockets 6-5 on Tuesday. Connor Bedard had an assist. That's bell-worthy. And the Pats are 3-0 in BC. Meanwhile, Atlee Calvert scored two goals. Denton Matejchuk had a goal and four helpers in the Moose Jaw Warriors. Cruz passed lowly Victoria 8-3. I didn't say it. The Wire Story Canadian Press said that they're the lowly Victoria Royals. There was just two games in the dub last night. Uh, Moose, I'll see you back here an hour. No, you're done. You're done, Moose. What are you going to do for the rest of the day? Uh, I'm going to probably get a bunch of work done and then uh, see what this great city has to offer before the Leafs and the Sharks tonight. I'll say hey to uh, Maisie for you. Thank you. All right, Alan May of the Washington Capitals television crew is coming up next. It is the RP Show. We're on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and on the radio, Metro Atlanta, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Hey, it is the RP Show on a gorgeous day here in the South. By the way, a shout-out to my guy, Rich Sutters, just texted he's watching in Lethbridge, Alberta, on TELUS. hey oh, Richie, on Game Plus TV. you got to get John here uh, sooner than later. There were nine games in the NHL on Tuesday night. In Vancouver, Alex Ovechkin netted two goals and made history as the Washington Capitals slapped around Vancouver 5-1. Ovi's second of the night was his 403rd career Road goal, passing Wayne Gretzky for the most all-time. Alan May analyzes Capitals games on television out there, and he joins us today. It's been far too long, Maisie, although I can tell that you've been very busy. Uh, how you doing, my man? First of all, how are you doing? What's up? I'm doing great. I, You know what? When I'm working and I'm busy, I'm busy pretty much every day. I'm the happiest. And, you know, I have a great off-season, but I love when the season starts and I get back to doing this. And I want to say hi to Rich Sutter. He's an incredible guy. I love seeing him, and I miss traveling with the team. And, you know, he's one of the highlights of going into Calgary. 
Yeah, he, you guys would have knocked heads in the odd corner, I'm sure, back in the day, for sure. Alan, can you take us inside? From the outside, I'm looking at the capital situation going, it's all about Ovi and the chase. What's it like following this team day in and day out and game in and game out that way? Well, you know, the biggest thing is that Ovi wants to win. And, you know, for a guy that was doubted for so long about, you know, not wanting to win the Stanley Cup, and there were people taking pot shots at him, usually older media types, you know, whether they're on TV or or print guys or what have you with social media now. And the guys always put up great playoff numbers, and we saw the passion that he exuded the year that they won the Cup. And right now, he's learned, though, to enjoy these moments. Like last night, the quote from him was, Anytime you can pass Wayne Gretzky for a record, it's an amazing day and it's an amazing part. So he's cherishing all this. And, you know, he collects sticks from all the players on the National Hockey League. He's a true hockey fan and rink rat. And I'm surprised and maybe he does have all the Sutter sticks, but he's that rabid of a hockey guy. And people don't understand that. But as far as following the team, the biggest thing with him right now is, you know, he wants to score goals. He's actually always wanted to score every playoff goal, every, you know, every game-winning goal. He, he, he's got that drive. But right now with them, with the team kind of going up and down with so many injuries, you know, there's frustration. So, that you know, it's frustrating to watch the team. And then, you know, if they can hang out at 500 until they get Tom Wilson back, Nick Backstrom back. At one point for about three weeks, they were down $40 million in salary. But then you get back, all of a sudden, you know, you get a home game and, you know, there's, you know, they're a lot better team at home when they can change last, you know, with the lineup and the roster that they have. And then last night they go into Vancouver and they got drubbed by New Jersey the other night. They had a bad game and then they go in there. And, you know, once again, he provides these incredible memories and he goes out there, gives the team confidence. They all played with the passion that the big guy did last night. So it's one night you're watching this team struggle because there's so many good players out of the lineup. And then Ovi, there's Ovi magic every few nights and every single night this season he's passed someone in some category in the offensive categories in the national hockey league but do you not think that when he gets closer and it seems like it's just inevitable that he'll pass the big record of wayne's it'll be like aaron judge and you remember the 90s with mcguire chasing that maris record and so forth like can you imagine it seems like a circus now what do you think it's going to be like when he gets that close Oh, it's going to be amazing. And, you know, and everywhere around the league, everyone's going to be filling the arenas to see if he, they're there for that goal. I think right now we're at, he's 101 goals away from tying Wayne Gretzky. He's at 793. He's played, what, 1,298 games. There's always a different number, so it's hard to memorize what he's up to. But, you know, 800 is a huge number because I remember where I was when he scored 400, when he scored 500, uh, 600, 700, all of these different milestones. So, 800, 801, 802, 803, and then every game after that, people are going to be waiting and holding their breath, and he keeps defying the odds. 37 years old, he's pumping goals in left and right. Last year, the oldest player ever to score 50, and he's not supposed to be doing this. And I remember years ago, you know, what, <laughs> before Barry Trotz became the coach, I remember someone at Sportsnet penning something that said, you know, maybe it's time the Capitals cut bait. This guy doesn't want to win, and you know, there was all types of sabotage within the organization at the time with you know, people that were in decision-making uh, positions and they got rid of those people and all of a sudden, you know, everyone's in line. You would rather go to war with Ovi than try to do all of this without him. And he's continued to provide and be an incredible teammate and an inspiration around here. Uh, he plays injured. Uh, he's played injured a lot of his career, but he always brings his best. 
Capitals are not in a playoff spot as we sit here today, nor for that matter are Florida, and the two of them met in round one last year. Do you expect both to get in, one of those two, or neither? Well, I still think this season, you know, a lot of people always talk about uh, American Thanksgiving. Well, the league started two weeks later, and I think the biggest thing for the Capitals right now is to get above 500 and try to climb out until they get players back. And I think probably at this point in the Capitals' players' careers that are no longer in the lineup, Tom Wilson is the scariest player that they have. He can change a game in a heartbeat, whether it's on a forecheck, a hit, a fight. But the guy has some skill. I believe he scored 24 goals last year. He's a legitimate 20-goal scorer. He's fast. He brings a pace and a tempo to the game. He's a top-six player. So all of a sudden, you start to add the depth. At one point this season, they were without Tom Wilson, TJ Oshie, and Connor Brown, who they left four games in. The right wing was the strongest part of this team going into the season. And then you're going to get Nick Backstrom back, who had a different surgery than everyone else who's had this hip injury. And he's almost back, ready to play. And he's he's got no pain in his hip for the first time, I think, since 2015 or 2016. He's able to do the everyday things like pick up his kids, actually tie his shoes, take his shoes off, tie his skates. And I think when you get these players back, all of a sudden they're a completely different team because you're going to take players in the lineup and they're going to drop down. And then all of a sudden, you're going to have your legit top six guys there. Uh, they're going to be very formidable. And all of a sudden, in a, you know, I think I believe within a two-week period, all of a sudden, they're knocking on the playoff door. They're going to be in one of those wild card spots. But they can't let themselves get too far below the equator here. You know, they, they were three games below. Uh, they battled back two home wins, won three of the last four, played an ugly game in New Jersey and lost the other night. So because Alexander Ovechkin's on this team, and you take the guy that was one of the biggest leaders in the dressing room, Nick Backstrom, he will be back soon. The, the new leader of the team, you know, the guy that will probably be the captain if Obi decides to retire before he's 100, will be Tom Wilson. You add those players back with the quality of goaltending that they're getting, uh, I think all of a sudden we're going right down the last weekend of the season to see if this team is a wild card team or not. Hey, listen, we're almost out of time, but Richie Sutter has texted me and says, Hi to Al. Love watching him in all caps. All caps. How about that? You get the irony, Maisie. Um, <laughs> how much fun? Listen, I want to end it with this. How much fun was the Centennial Cup in Esteban in May? Like, uh, you know what? Best. It's so amazing. It's, it's amazing. And how <laughs> kind and sweet the people are there, the sense of volunteerism that each and every person has in that town. The, the arena that they have is one of the best, if not the best, in Canada for that size. Uh, but the passion that the people put forward, uh, it was amazing. I love being there with all of you guys. And, you know, I wish we could do that every year, except I want to be in some Stanley Cup runs with my team here and uh, continue. You know, I don't know if we got any more of those left, but I sure hope we do. But uh, it was great being back home. I, you know, hadn't been in the junior rink during junior games for so long. And it was great. And then all of a sudden you start to remember all the things you used to do, all the dumb things you used to do and the big nights you had on the ice. Uh, memory lane was good and being back with all of our old friends was incredible i just got to tell you i was having uh, breakfast with jeff and mel pearson a month ago and they said how did we do as a town and i said <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> if, if nobody's ever gonna top that you get it alan so listen love talking with you let's do it more and keep up the great work my man yeah take care thanks rod the great Alan May from Washington Capitals Television. We'll be back with a sports update and viewer takeover next. It's the RP Show Game Plus TV. 
YouTube Live and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. We're back. It's viewer takeover, and we're going to do that as much as we can. I'm going to tell you right now, Serena Taylor coming up in hour two, and it's going to be a heck of a lot of hockey, 100% with her. And Montreal Alouettes receiver, CFL East Division most outstanding player, Eugene Lewis, is going to be with us. Geno Lewis. I, I meant to put in my notes today, we can do it tomorrow. The NLL season is starting up. I just saw the Sask Rush Instagram page. Three days until the home opener. Three days. So I'm seeing a little bit of buzz about the National Lacrosse League, and heavens knows we got teams all over, except for here in South Florida. But we got one in our listening audience in uh, the Atlanta area, of course. Teams all across Canada, the United States. So we'll talk some NL. But are you getting into it? I hope that you are. Sports update. John Herdman says he wants to remain coach of Canada's national men's team through the 2026 World Cup in North America after leading the nation to its return to soccer's top tournament. In the World Cup, for the first time since 1986, Canada outplayed Belgium in an opening one nothing loss and then took a second-minute lead against Croatia before losing 4-1 and getting eliminated. Canada closes against Morocco on Thursday. Toronto and Vancouver are among the host cities for the 2026 tournament. This is exciting. Blue Jays news. They have hired former Yankees great Don Mattingly as the team's bench boss. Mattingly spent seven seasons as manager of the Miami Marlins and was named Skipper of the Year back in 2020, but he was fired in September following two losing seasons. This sports update for Edo Japan. From hand-rolled sushi to bento box meals made with their famous teriyaki sauce, Edo Japan's menu has something for everyone. Doesn't that sound great for lunch? And we're also brought to you by Kinsman Telemiracle, the 47, well, it's the 47th Kinsman Telemiracle, the third online 50-50 raffle. It's live now. We're asking you to get your tickets and support the great Kinsman Foundation of Saskatchewan. Telemiracle5050.com is where you buy your tickets. You have to be physically in Saskatchewan to purchase your tickets and over the age of 19. If you're not, get somebody to do it for you and even transfer them the money. We'll make the draw on Friday, December the 16th. Thank you for doing that. They love it, and probably we'll get into this with Serena next hour. They just love the two topics, the Arizona arena situation with the Coyotes and the jerseys. Rich Sutter texting my personal phone, but also the show line, the 902 line. Rich Sutter, 13 years in the National Hockey League and just an all-around great guy, member of hockey's first family. He writes in, he's watching in Lethbridge. He says... <laughs> You yahoos, we need that barn in Tempe. I want to talk about that. Well, uh, clearly, 
clearly they need a new arena. They can't play in a 5,000-seat arena forever. I don't know what's taken so long, why this is different. Maybe, Clark, who do we know in Arizona besides the business manager, the former commissioner of the NLL? Maybe he'll come on and talk about it. Nick Sikavich. We'll get somebody and see why is this time different than all the other times. Uh, regarding our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, last minute of play in hour one. Who, on day two of our retro reverse jersey bracket, who's got the better jersey, the Arizona Coyotes or the Vegas Golden Knights? I voted for Arizona under protest. I don't like either one of them. Craig in Calgary watching on Game Plus says, I absolutely love the old Coyotes logo because it's New Mexico and the indigenous of the area. Great jersey. But also, personally, the Coyotes remain one of my favorite teams, too. Signed, Craig in Calgary. For the longest time, they were my third favorite team. They might probably be right now my fourth favorite team. They're up there, but I don't like that logo. It's just me. I'm not willing to fight over it. But the Vegas one's just blah. Anyways, get those uh, votes in. It's around 50-50 right now, interestingly enough, for both teams. Talking a lot of hockey next hour. Stick around after this short break on Game Plus. YouTube Live and WQEE. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 